You are joining Making a Difference with Melissa Clark, a new show that shares the compelling stories and voices of well-known and everyday people who change the world in big and small ways. Enjoy our guests. Call in or just listen to be inspired for this show was made with you in mind. Please join us every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our special guests. And you can listen to our recast at www.melissaclarkshow.com. Thanks so much for joining us here on Making a Difference. I'm Melissa Clark. You know, I saw my first medium when I was 35 years old. My father had just passed away and I was so vulnerable and so upset and I wanted to talk to him. So I was introduced to this amazing woman, Jennifer. And in the middle of my reading, she was telling me something that my father wanted to tell me um, in the spirit world. And she did this hand gesture that only him and I knew about. I didn't even tell my family about it. I never put it on social media. So ever since then, I've been a total believer. Um, you know, there's either two people in this world. You believe in spirits or you don't believe in spirits. And I actually, I am a huge spiritual person. I am an empath. And um, I've had a lot of experiences in my life. So I know that seeing a spiritual healer um, or a medium or psychic can make a difference in your life significantly. So I invited a couple of mediums on to do some readings for some people that I know, and I was so happy and thrilled to have them on. This is a two-parter, so I call this Tap Into Your Spirituality, and we have on the show Diane Sassano, who is a psychic and a medium, and she did a reading for both uh, my childhood friend Latricia and myself. But first, I'd like to introduce you to Kelly Voorhees, who is the owner of Infinity Healing, and she did a reading on my dog, Jimi Hendrix Clark. So take a look. Hi, Kelly Voorhees. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank, Thank you. Me. Thank you very much. We're so excited to have you. Um, I have Mr. Jimi Hendrix with me because Kelly is a pet psychic. She is the owner of Infinity Healing. Not only does she do pets, but she does human. She's a Reiki specialist. What else do you do, Kelly? Um, I do aqua detox services, which people have to come in for. Um, I'm a Reiki master, so I can do animal communication and Reiki healing in person or in distance. Um, I work from photos of lost um, pets, um, people who have passed, pets that have passed, so I can do distance work for people. And then I, of course, do um, in-person sessions, humans and animals, so. Love it so much. Thank you so much for all your services and helping people out there. Uh, I am a crazy animal lover, and I met you through uh, my, um, our editor-in-chief at uh, Pet Lifestyle Magazine, Lori Zelenko. So uh, thank you so much. Um, and I'm a pet writer, you know, I write about uh, celebrity pets as well. So I have Mr. Jimi Hendrix here, and I wanted to know if you can please kindly give us a reading and see how he's feeling. Sure, absolutely. He's adorable, by the Thank way. Thank you. Um, well, first of all, Jimi Hendrix is like your boy, 100%. Yeah. Um, I get the number four with him, and when I get numbers, um, it could be like, like he could have been like four months old, four years old when you got him. He could That's have been, right. It could have been April or a time. 
I also get the numbers 10 and 11, and it's kind of weird because I get like he's 10, going to turn 11, or he just turned 11. He's 11. Okay, all right. Um, he does have issues with his teeth. Um, I get some kind of like sensitive, so if you do softer foods with him, it would be a little better um, because he is getting older. Um, the, the heart, something with the heart, and I feel like it's more like a little murmur. There's nothing really to worry about now, but as he progresses, it's going to get a little stronger. Yeah. Um, um, hips, um, watch his back hips. I feel like he's achy, his age, it's a little bit of arthritis. If you could do a joint supplement with him, that would help him. A joint supplement? All right, I want. To, I would like to write that down. Because you know when I pick him up, you know like he goes, mm, like he, not that he moans, but he goes, mm. Right. You yeah. know, so I don't know if he's in pain or if he's just going, mm, I love you so much. <laughs> you know? A little of both. He does love you so much, but I okay. feel like he's a little achy. Um, if don't let him jump on and off the bed, I feel like he is allowed anywhere in your home, the couch, the bed, wherever. Yeah. Just don't let him do a lot of jumping, maybe help guide him or get some steps for the bed. Okay. Um, you know, so he can kind of come up because that jumping off the bed is really going to put more pressure on his back hips. You know, okay. Or and, and his forearms. Um, you know, he's great. He's in good health. You're paying for, you pamper him. Um, I get that you could dress him up in anything um, yes. pretty much, but i um, not sure if you try and do shoes, but if you do boots or shoes, he does not like them at all. Like, that's the one thing he, yeah, that's the one thing he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, like he'll do it for you. Like, okay, mom, I'll wear it because you put him on me, but he really prefers not to have them. Yeah. Do you have a stroller thing for him? Like a, something you put him in? I put him in a wagon. Okay. Uh, he goes like in a wagon sometimes. He, he likes to be pushed around. <laughs> yeah. I always I see, love that. It's funny because I see like, I see the wheels, but I can't picture if it's a stroller or it, maybe it is a wagon, but it's like, he's like the king, you know, like, look at me. <laughs> I don't have to walk. You, you know, she's not carrying me. Yeah. Um, I will say he, um, relationship wise for you, um, whoever you're with has to like him. And that's been a little bit of a struggle, I think with you. Um, I think your current relationship, he's good. I don't think he's as big as an animal lover as you are. No. But he respects Jimi Hendrix and there's, yeah. and he kind of likes him. He thinks he's kind of a cool little dude. Like for a dog, he's like, yeah, hey, he's not so bad. <laughs> um, are you starting, I'm just going to ask you, this is kind of more on you than Jimi Hendrix, but yeah. I see something with a non-for-profit for animals. Like, I don't know if you've thought about ever starting something in Jimi Hendrix's name. They, and just think about it. It could be something future. And I see it's more for smaller dogs, mm -hmm. but you can do bigger dogs. Like this kind of non-for-profit helping animals that need a home or animals that are sick or, mm -hmm. and it's going to be, I see it kind of in Jimi Hendrix's honor. Kind of like, I love my dog so much. I want to help other people. Sure. Of so course. I haven't thought about that. I think it's something maybe in your future, along with all the million other things that you do. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, listen, I am totally all about animals. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's really scary because it's more about, more about animals and people. I just yeah. feel like they're so innocent and yeah. they need a lot of help, you know, like. Think about that. I kind of see it's more geared towards small animals. Like, I don't know if you're more of a smaller dog person in general. I, I love all, all animals. I, yeah, I feel like you love all animals, but whatever this non-for-profit is, maybe, Maybe it just tends to happen to be more people with smaller animals reach out to you. I'm not sure, but I see Jimi Hendrix's name. Like, it, this is like Jimi Hendrix's little non for profit to help animals. Sure. More. So, that's something that I might be down the pipe that you create. And then, with what you do, you have so many followers. I see it being like a huge thing. 
you know, and it could even incorporate like lost animals, like, oh, this animal's lost, let's help find it. Let's, you know, let's donate some money. Let's get some people out there. And it's gonna be like Melissa Clark's non-for-profit, you know, Jimi Hendrix fund or whatever. It's kind of cool. Like, it's kind of, you know, I kind of see that. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Um, just watch his teeth for me. Um, okay. that, I have a question for you, if you don't mind. Um, sure. He has a, he does, ha he's on medication day in and day out. Um, should I get his teeth cleaned? The, the cardiologist says it's okay because they only put him under like a twilight anesthesia, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but I do want to get his teeth cleaned because, you know, the Shih Tzus, they lick a lot. Right. And, you know, I just want to make sure his teeth are nice and healthy. Um, so every year he does get his teeth clean, but one vet turned me down and said, no, I don't want to do that anymore. Okay. So what do you, is it okay if I, I get I think his if teeth they do a heart test, he'll be okay. Because my, yes. what I'm picking up on is if you don't get them cleaned, he's going to get like, I see like bacteria and infection and that's going to affect his heart worse. Correct. Okay. Um, so just make sure like I would have them do like a heart test to make sure his heart is strong enough. And they'll be honest with you. I don't, I feel like this next time is okay. Cause I feel like if you don't, he's going to be in more detriment because he's going to get infection. Yeah. And, I, yeah. Yeah. And it, that's not good for his heart. Thank so you the more you can clean him, the better you are. He'll Thank be okay. Mm. Um, they won't do very strong for him. And he doesn't, I feel like he doesn't have to be under that long for them to do what they have to do. Yeah. So he'll, he's going to, he'll be good. Thank you so much for that. I just wanted to get clarity on that. Yeah. Oh my God. He's <laughs> he's such a mush. I just hold him. I just he's want to just hold such him. a mush. He's so heavy. <laughs> yeah. It's like I see something like maybe a year down the road that you think it's like something's gonna trigger with you, where it's like I should do this to help some animals. And Jimmy Hendrix's gonna be. It's like his little following page is gonna be in his honor, and it's gonna be like his name, like the, like I said, like Jimi Hendrix, Melissa Clark, non for profit fund, or something like that. Totally. Is your mom still alive? Your no. Mom? Okay. No. Okay. So that's, and you were very close to her, your mother. Okay. Yeah, I feel she like was, she was almost like a sister to you. Yeah. She okay. was my best friend in the whole world. Okay. Does she have cancer? Yes. Okay. Um, talk to her. Um, cause I feel like she's around you and do you have a picture like on a special mantle or in your bedroom of her? Well, not in my bedroom, but they're all around in other rooms. Okay. Um, talk to her. Um, like, she's she's still kind of watching over you. Yeah. Where, where's your dad? I feel like he's there, but not there. I'm he's with her. Yeah. Okay, that's why. Okay, so they definitely, were they teenage sweethearts? Um, they were, uh, did you hear that hiss? No. Do you hear a hiss? No go okay <laughs> um maybe yeah, it's a sign from them <laughs> i don't know there's, there's like crazy things i've so you will be number three medium that i've had or psychic uh that i've had or spiritual spiritual healer and advisor that i've had and crazy things like have been happening so that's oh, why no. i'm like do you did you hear that hiss because i know nothing really had you didn't do anything all right anyway so <laughs> sorry <laughs> um yeah, it's like insane. Okay, so um, what was the question? Sorry. Um, your dad, because I feel like he's there, but he's not there. Maybe that's because he's with your mom. Were they like sweethearts? Oh. Like, I feel like they were like high school sweethearts. They had that relationship where they adored each other, and it, you know, 
Oh, they do. They adored each other. Now they were the Bickersons. They used to, you know, they were just, uh, they loved, they were like uh, Archie and uh, what's uh, from the family. Oh, like, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, um, like. I can't think of the show. Yeah, and his, um, Edith. Edith and, Edith Archie. and Archie Bunker. And they but were just. They were soulmates, though. Yes, they were. And they were yeah. best friends. And uh, yeah. they couldn't live without each other. And that's why after four months, she developed lung cancer, uh, terminal lung cancer, after he died. Okay. She couldn't live without him, you know? That's, yeah, they're they're both there. And it's funny because she's kind of in charge, though, because if your dad wants to come through and talk to you, she's like, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm here. I got it. You know, I'm going to say this. And you need to sit over here and shut your mouth. <laughs> That's how she was. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, and, and he, he'd step in when he has to. You know what I mean? He'd step in yeah. when he has to. Um, it's sad because I think they both died too young, very young. Like, yeah. You know, they had more life that they could have given to you. Yeah. Um, who's the, okay, so this is a person that I think there's somebody, I don't know if you think of him this way or he thinks of you. I'm very confused on it. He's coming through as a father figure and he's still alive this person and if he if you don't think of him as a, another like father figure he thinks of you as a daughter i don't know who, i don't know if it's a relative or if it's a close friend this gentleman is probably i say in his 70s and adores you like would do anything like like as a father not not in a sure. as a father so i don't know if it's an uncle that you're close to or if it's a, a, a male friend somebody even you work with that you kind of look up to but he thinks of you like a daughter like he if you went to him and said look I need, you know, fifty thousand dollars to start this little venture I want to start. He'd be like, "Okay, I'll help you do it." There's a, there's like there's like two or three that I can think of that are wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they would kind of do anything. There's one in particular. You'll think of who it is. I I don't know. I can't get a visual of him. I I'm seeing like how he feels about you. Like it's almost like he wishes you were his daughter, and he might not have a daughter. This person, you know what okay. I mean? So, okay. Kind of like who you are but talk to your parents because especially your mom she's around i think she gives you little signs and i think you know they're there like you sense it and you're kind of like oh come on mom or like you go to do something and like she's in the car next to you like nah, 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 melissa no don't do that no now you need to be nicer now don't do that don't push this guy away <laughs> yeah she's cool like yeah i i feel her a lot like a lot and her birthday is coming up so is it okay? What was there's something with the month of May, and that's bothering me. I don't know if it's because Mother's Day is in May, or she got sick in May, or she died in May. No, that's my birthday, and my birthday fell on Mother's Day this year. Okay, all right. So acknowledge that she knew that. Yeah, that's she's nice. around because there's something with May with her. Yeah, and I just hit forty, so it was like a oh wham, a double whammy. <laughs> Hey, 40 is a good age. Yeah. Thank you so much. Listen, tell us why is it so important for us to be in tune with our spirituality? What do you think? Why do you think it's so important? Um, it's important because a lot of us don't realize, like we have guys, we have people looking out for us, looking over us, and we have signs every day that people ignore because they're not open to it. Um, I find a lot of my clients that come to me, some of it's messages from loved ones that have passed, some of it's healing with things they haven't dealt with. Um, especially like in my Reiki sisters, I have a lot of people who have emotional baggage, whether it's dealing with relationships or with their parents or with their childhood. And I find even when I do the Reiki and I do readings for people, I bring up some closure that they haven't dealt with because I can see things of maybe how things occurred or how they were. And I'll be blunt with people. I just, uh, quickly, I just did a session the other day on a, on a woman mm -hmm. and I instantly got her dad and I saw this necklace that 
she was supposed to wear. And it's an Italian horn that was his necklace. Yeah. And she's like, she goes, it's over there. She showed me where it was and she brought me to the mantle and it was hanging off a picture. I'm like, he wants you to wear it. She goes, what's well, masculine? I said, but it was important to him. And she goes, he wore it every day. So I told her to put it on a chain. And as I'm doing this session, I got lots of family stuff with her mother and her and how her mother was not part of her life. Mm -hmm. And I found out why. What made me sad is her mom was not a very nice person to her father or her. Right. And she was blaming herself. You know, and things that I could see in the reading, I was able to, she thanked me after because I brought closure to like, it's not her fault. She did everything she could. Her father did everything she could. So for people, I think it's like, we see therapists or we do this or we do that. And sometimes it's just a matter of messages from the other side that people don't realize that we can receive. Or if somebody died quickly, like if, if you had a loved one that got killed in a car accident and you can say goodbye. Right. You know, or, or if you had a fight with them just before they left and there's, there's closure, there's messages that I can give people. And plus with physical healing too, the, with the Reiki, I'm able to help, I've helped people with vertigo and deal with, you know, their cancer and they're getting like radiation and chemo and I can make them feel less nauseous and, you know, feel better. So explain to us uh, what Reiki is. Reiki is energy healing. So when somebody comes to me and I can do it distantly as well. So it's me, it's all about energy. So I have symbols that I'm given as a Reiki master and plus naturally being intuitive and an empath, I will physically feel what somebody feels. So if you have migraines, I start feeling it. If you have stomachache, I will feel it. And as you start at the crown of the head, we all have chakras in our body. I call them like little rooms in your house and they get cluttered. Our bodies don't function properly. So when I do Reiki, I start at the crown of the head and I go to where my hands are drawn and I work through the body just hovering or I can lay my hands on you and it helps balance you. I do an hour session and it sounds crazy, but it helps release. It's almost like I can remove the pain. I can remove the emotional stuff. I can remove yeah. physical stuff. And even distantly, I'll have people send me a picture or a selfie of that day or of their animal. If I can't do an in-person session, send me a photo from that day. And I do the Reiki over the photo and do the session. I can do it live or I can do it and then you know talk to the person afterwards, whatever they prefer. And it's really hard to explain because you have to try it and believe it and see it to feel it. That's um, right. You have to feel it for yourself. Yeah, it's amazing the results that I get. And it just and I have clients who come to me regularly. I've got my monthly clients. Some come twice a month. Um, even with the readings, it's kind of like, oh, I'm having this trauma in my life. What can you help me with? And it's, it's anything from, I got a young lady last night and it's with a boyfriend. It's her sexuality and she's struggling like not being shy and I was able to help her like get through some of the things that she's shy about I'm like you know as you get older you will get more confident and you know and I even got so blunt that I'm like have a shot of vodka make you feel better <laughs> you know she's in her early 30s but she's feeling yeah. like secure with who she is as a woman sometimes we just need that spiritual energy um from people like yourself who have the ability in order for us just to awaken a little bit That's yeah I, you know yeah um and I yeah. see people myself, I mean, and I tell people, and I, I, I'm going to, I want to put this out there. Like when you get messages, people expect certain things. I had somebody come to me who she wanted her, she has two past husbands, which is very sad. She's in her fifties. She's a widow twice. Wow. Both of her husbands came to me. I, I, I got so much um, of how he died, what happened, the ex-wife, everything. Cause one of them was married before. And, um, you know, these messages were beautiful, but she's struggling in her own right, you know, with who she is and can she move on and, and yeah. everything. And but I tell people like she had certain questions she wanted me to answer. Some I couldn't, and I'll be honest with you. I can't answer it because you're not supposed to know that today. Right. Or they don't want to reveal that. So it's, it's all about what you're supposed to receive that time. So there's no right or wrong of how often you do it. 
I tell people six months to a year, but I have people who come to me monthly and want to read in monthly, whether it's about their career or their personal stuff or, and I see three people myself. I cannot read for myself. I cannot, I can do Reiki on myself as well, but it's not as strong because I fall asleep. So I have three different people I see myself and I'm the same way. If I have something traumatic going on in my life or a life change, or I want to do something new in my career, I might go see somebody three times in a month, you know, right. and then I go back for a year. So there's, I tell people there's no right or wrong and test the waters. Like I even refer the three people that I see, I have clients that I'll refer to them as well because my belief is there's enough to go around for all of us. You know, the universe gave me this gift for a reason. And, you know, if you want to read it for me and you want to go to my friend a month from now, have at it, you know, give her the, you know, the ability to read you and see what she has to say and get another opinion and, you know, spread the wealth. That's my philosophy. Right, right. And speaking of wealth, let's talk about that for a second. You know, we all have to make a living. Uh, yeah. What obviously your gift is more important to help people, um, but you know, once again, everybody has to charge for their services. So tell right. us a little bit about that and what what your your thought is, because you can't do all this for free. And everybody, right. but how can you spot like how can you spot spot like a fraud? Do you know? Um, well, one thing I tell people, and sometimes I have a hard time this, and I'm going to say this right out loud to to the audience so they know. I'm one sometimes who presents something that I'm trying to say is a question. It doesn't mean I'm necessarily asking for the answer. I'm just, I'm kind of like putting it out there because I'm looking for feedback to make sure that I'm on the right path. Right. Cause I've had frauds. I've seen thousands of people. I, I love like testing people and, and I, and I don't want to say testing because I don't go there and say, Oh, let me see what you can tell me. Correct. My biggest thing is we do need feedback. We do need confirmation that we're on the right path, you know, cause we get so much, but if, if you go to see somebody or you're doing it over the phone or whatever, if they start asking you too many questions like, oh, well, you know, did you have a boyfriend that recently left you? You know, you shouldn't answer that necessarily. Like, don't go there and feed them. And my biggest thing is, is you can call, like, I'm going to give an example of a phone session. You call them up, you want a session, and they say, they take your first name, your last name, your date of birth, whatever. And, oh, well, I can do a reading for you in a week. That's a red flag to me because they can go and research certain things with you. Correct. I try not, I try to only ask for a person's first name and maybe their photo. Yeah. I have a, thousands of followers who want to friend me on Facebook. And if I'm doing a first session with them, I'm like, I will not accept your friend request until I've done your session. Cause I don't know why I don't know anything about you. That's right. When they come in, I'll tell them that please don't tell me anything when they book the session. Don't tell me why you want to come. Let's start the session and go with the flow and then have questions for me, like have questions that you want answered, but do not let me ask you who you are, who you're dating, where you live. I don't want to know any of that. Right. And on the flip side, I've had this person who came to see me with the two husbands that I passed. Um, we have mutual friends. She was referred to me. She was afraid I knew too much. And I said, here's the thing. I may know who you are. I may know that you have two husbands that have passed. Um, I'm going to know about, but as we do these readings and, and healing work and whatever, I'm going to get to know you. Yeah. But it doesn't mean every, every session is different. So I'm going to get something different. The right. people I've seen, I've seen one since 1995. I've seen her yearly since 1995. The other one I started seeing in 2006, they know who I am. Yeah. They, know, they don't know that I have a German shepherd. They know what I do for work, but every time I go, they give me something different and they give me enough specifics to know that they're the real deal. 
Right. No, that's what you want. You want specifics on dates, like Jimi Hendrix, where I picked up his age, or you want enough specifics. Can we be wrong? Absolutely, we can be wrong. You know, yeah. we may be a little vague on things, but you don't want somebody to have you lead them, you know, and, and you feed them the information. So if they're asking too many questions, you know that there's a red flag. Absolutely, lots of red flags. And if they want to know your last name and your date, you don't need that. A first name. You know, a first name, and I'm going to book your session. I, I don't want to know. Give me your cell phone number so I can text you a reminder that you're going to keep your appointment. I don't want to know anything else. I don't need to. I don't need to know your age, your skin color, nothing. Like, right. Let it go with the flow. If they're asking too many questions, then they're going to research what they can get. Right. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you, Kelly, so much. Where can people find you? Um, InfinityHealingNY.com is my website. Um, infinityhealingny at gmail is my email. My cell phone is 518-810-8232. My Facebook page is infinityhealing-aqua-detox and Reiki services. And if people want to know what I charge, my Reiki sessions are 65 for an hour um, in person or in distance. Um, my human readings are 55. My animal communication Reiki is still 65. Um, if I go to somebody's home, there might be some mileage applied. And, and this is what I'm telling people when I do distance work. I don't just drop the ball. Even when I go in person, we all forget to ask things. And we might, so when I leave a session or when I've done a distance session, and I'll be like, if you think of a, one or two questions that you forgot to ask me, text me and I'll answer them like a, as a little extra gift. Um, and if I'm working on a lost animal because I'm not working for a solid hour, yeah. Um, I tell people I will work on this animal up to a week for that $65. Like, because I'm working in stages and I don't want to drop the ball. I love but it. I, give, I do give a little extra. I mean, a lot of times I was just at the session the other day. I did an hour and a half for you and I charged her for the hour because I went over because she needed to hear what she needed to hear. Yeah. My thing is, is it comes back to me. She's going to refer me. That's right. That's absolutely right. Well, thank you so much. Cause I know when I go and see a, a, a medium, I, I forget sometime and I'm like, Oh no, now I got to hold yeah. that until the next time. Nope. I always tell, I'll give them a couple. Don't send me a list of 13 questions, but you know, the next yeah. day I think of something, cause I do the same thing. I leave. I'm like, Oh, I should have asked that, you know? So that's something a little extra that I prefer to do for clients. You know, you think of something next day, text me the next day and I'll text you back and give you an answer. Not a big deal. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Hi guys. Hi, Latricia. How are you? Good. How are you, Melissa? Uh, I'm very well. Thank you. You're freezing up a little bit, but I think we're going to be okay. Um, we have Latricia White here. She is a IT program director. She is a childhood friend of mine and uh, we've been through a lot these past couple of years. So I invited Latricia to come to speak with Diane um, and we're going to meet Diane in a little bit. So I'm going to take myself off. You guys enjoy and I hope you have a great reading, Latricia. How I usually um, feel energy is when I know that I'm going to meet somebody or talk to somebody. I open prior to that. So in other words, like I take care of like all that. Well, hi, how you doing? What's going on? So I kind of like get that out of the way. So then we can focus on, you know, I can focus on the person that, that wants to be read. And I usually start feeling the energy or the impressions that I get from people immediately. Um, so this is just what I felt from you from like early morning. And uh, um, <clears throat> um, I felt Usually I'll get like um, a feeling of your energy, how you feel and how you like, maybe how your day was or 
some things that you've been experiencing, but you know, is it always a hundred percent? No, because it could other people too that are in your energy that I read also. Okay. So what I got this morning from you was I had like a heaviness I got up here in the upper region of your chest. Not like it was like a pain, but just like a heaviness. Yeah. And then um, on the right side, um, like of your back, like I would say the upper quadrant of your back, I was getting like some, like, I don't know if it was a tightness or a, or a, you know how like if you pull a muscle kind of yeah. like, yeah. I was feeling yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and the, Okay, and then on the left side, um, I was feeling like in your head region over here. It just I go to the healer aspect first because that's what I am, an energy reader, and I just happen to be gifted with mediumship and psychic. And um, if the first thing that comes forward is the healing, that means to tell you that maybe you're dealing with some health issues. And that's what would, the prominent one always comes first. So that's the healing. Um, and the left side, do you have like a lot of headaches or get headaches? So I feel like, um, like I was feeling like a very light, like dull ache on the left side of your head. And like, as soon as I wrote it, it went away. So I don't know if you get maybe like little pains or something there, but that's what I was feeling. Okay. Then one came right after that. I saw a house. Um, very quaint kind of house and it had trees yeah um i don't know if this is from your childhood or where you are presently but it's like a, it made me feel like a really kind of like you know when you let a balloon go yeah. like the happy feeling that's what i was getting from that okay and then it took me back again to the right part of your chest like towards like under here yeah. like you have an ache or something over here is going on um is closer more to like the armpit area. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a sharp pain, like more like a dull kind of like something that's there, or I'm not sure if you're hurt your back and it's traveling. Back. Yeah, okay. it's, it's definitely it's a sore spot in the back. It's, I feel it mostly in the back though. I don't, okay. I oddly feel it coming around uh, under the arms or anything. Okay. So, you know, so maybe just that could be something that sometimes they tell me that if you don't take care of this, it's going to start traveling this way. Yeah. So, and then also the craziest thing that came to me was a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, it just, it was like a bicycle was there. So I don't know the importance of that. You would know, but it was like this bicycle was significant and it's tingling, they're tingling me. So it's yeah. telling me this bicycle was significant at some point in your life. So it could be according to, and it's on this side. So that would be the maternal side. So yeah. if, that's be my right side. So if someone maybe helped you or that's not here anymore, ride a bike or do something with this bicycle, but somewhere in your subconscious, you connect this bicycle with this person. So, I just recently got a bicycle and I'm wondering why does this feel like it's my, like my soul needs it. And it was one of those things that finally my husband and I went out and we got bikes, but I, I couldn't remember what it was. But I think it's, as you're saying that it's probably my dad and he passed and he taught me how to ride bikes. So maybe that's the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm like all, um, when, when you, when, when we connect correctly, and sometimes I don't say anything. They just stand presently. And he's here because he's like tingling me all up and down my back. So the significance, I don't know if the significance what the bike is, but so either it's to do with 
I would say because it's very prominent to me, it came. And I would say that that was to help you healthy wise, I'm thinking. Did your dad pass of something because he didn't take care of himself? Yeah. Okay, so that would be why he's there with the bike. So he's asking me to give you the message that it's, I mean, because I mean, when I'm talking about bicep, you ever see those big billboards? That's how big he made the bike. Wow. <laughs> because I write everything that they say. Yeah. Everything. And um, I wasn't sure who it was coming from because a lot of people come at once. So what I do is that I have holy water in my head, how I place my visions. And that when you and your energy want to hear or call forth a person, that person has to cross like that holy water so they don't, because I don't deal in realms other than the angel realm with people that maybe, um, even if they were murdered or suicide, they always come when they cross that with love. So, you know, unless a person wants to know, or I need to get a message to you, like you weren't sure how someone passed, they will give me their symptoms. Okay. So what's your dad, I felt like he was unhealthy when he passed. He knew he was unhealthy and did not take care of himself. Hence the bicycle, take care of your health. And okay. so now we understand why. I understand now why all the health came first with you. Um, okay. He, okay, it's, it's, okay. Lending your time to them doesn't mean anything. Linear time is our time here in the 3D. So he shows me that he's passed, but it wasn't like a long time. So long time to me would be like, um, he passed like was within like the last 10 years. That would be like a linear time to me, you know, when, when they show me that. Um, so he died unexpectedly. Yes. Okay. Because he's, he's making, he's like tingling my face. He's making me feel, did he have a stroke? We don't know. We were, we just found him. He was, he passed away in his home and my brother was in the room. So he passed away fairly quickly in like a praying position over a stool. So that's how he was found. He was cold instantly. So we don't. Okay. We don't. Okay. Cause I'm thinking that, see, because when I'm feeling your energy also, I have to also try and, um, go in my head and make sense of these things because some of the feelings that I felt through you, your energy could have been his. So I'm um, what was the headache. Yeah, that was okay. him. He did, he had high blood pressure, so he would get a lot of headaches. I've oh, never so. had issues there. Yeah. Okay. So that's, as I tell you, you know, it might not pertain to you, but it pertains to someone that existed, even though he's not here with you, he's still within your energy and yeah. he, and you have children. You have two. Four. Two boys, two girls. Okay. So is he close? To, was he close to, oh, wait, he no. wasn't there. No. The other, the babies, the uh, one was the one of the two. She's the oldest of the two. She was a year old when he passed. Um, the okay. other one wasn't born. The other two, he was really close with the older. Okay. Two. Okay. So he's, so he's recognizing because he said the two. Yeah. So, um, Okay, he's when when they when they do this with their hands, it's telling me like how he was he would communicate. So he was was he a very touchy feely like kind of person, like demonstrative, 
Like, um, yeah. okay, okay. So when they do that, yeah. that's what that means to me. You know, that's my symbols for stuff. It makes it easier for them so they don't have yeah. to use so much energy. So he's telling me that yeah. the one, I don't think it was the older, I think it was the next one. Yeah. He had more of a connection with that child. The girl, the, the um, second one. He says she's so much like you. Yeah. Um, she's so much like you, but she, but she, is she like hesitant? Like when she does things, like she's not sh unsure of herself because he's telling me to, to, for you to let her know that what she feel, what she thinks and feels, she needs to be able to express this. And not to feel so, um, not, 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 not afraid or fear, but um, doubtful. doubtful. She shouldn't doubt, okay? So he's saying she's a lot like you in that respect. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. Um, is, this, is this your first husband or second husband? First, only, yeah, so far. Okay, so did he know a boyfriend, somebody that you were in love, were in love with prior that he liked? My dad? Um, yeah. Probably, because he was only introduced to two, yeah, so, so yeah. Okay, so he's bringing him up. I'm, I'm not exactly sure why he's bringing him up. I'm trying to think if there's a connection somewhere in there. Um, do you not speak with him anymore or no, really barely like just passing through life? You know, he's, he's all, he has his own separate life. I have mine, but we communicate on occasion. Okay. So I, I think what he's trying to tell me, right. With all this is that sometimes it's not because, oh, well, you should marry them. No, it's right. that it's a, a communication. He thinks that maybe you need to have with him. So I don't know if something is going on in his life. So, and he would still be connected to that energy, even though, you know, it wasn't his family. Um, yeah. So he's, so he's like, maybe you just need to have a conversation because you know his mind really well. So I think that's what, okay. Um, your mom, your mom is still here, correct? Your mom is very old school, traditional, kind of like. Kind of, so yeah. Yeah. So your dad was a little bit more like, he's showing me like, like he was like a man, like kind of like, like he walked to his own tune, but your mom was like more like the traditional. So he was yeah. saying, so, I mean, he's like actually laughing with your mom. Like I told her, like she needs to chill out. So he's kind of like saying. <laughs> it's way too serious, way too serious. <laughs> um, does she, is she not close by you? No, she's not. She's in South Carolina. I'm in Virginia. Okay. Um, Okay. Is your mom like okay, he's showing me your mom as even though she has this robust kind of like energy right but 
he's showing me her very frail. Yes. She okay. Yeah. So he gets around. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, okay. He's making this part of me feel. Um, Does she does she talk about your dad a lot? Because yeah. he's making me fit, yeah. Because he's because yeah. he like that's this part here when they show me is like yeah. a strong connection they still yeah. have. So amazed, yeah. Yeah, I mean he's like got me like I mean all my hair, my arm, everything's standing up. Um, yeah. And he he does fit. Okay, this house he's bringing me back to. Is this her house? Does this With house have trees? She does have trees. So he has a house that we still keep, um, and then she also has a house, and both of those houses are in the country that was near and dear to his heart. Um, me, I, I live in Virginia, but I have a lot of trees surrounding my house as well. So. But this house that he's showing me is like is like that happy place. So I don't know if he visits this place or it's your mom he's visiting, but this house is like his memory. Like this house is where like he could close his eyes and like walk through there. Like nothing's changed. Like everything's just the same. That's his house. That's his okay. house that we, yeah. And she stayed there a, a little while after he passed, but she couldn't stay there long. So she ended up going, moving to it again and just okay. keeping it. Okay. So do know that his energy is very much present in that house constantly. Okay. Um, because in a little bit, like, I think he got, like, a little bit confused. Yeah. I mean, because he showed me, he closed his eyes and walked around the house. But then he showed me, like, he was a little bit confused. Like, some things or something was missing. Yeah. Like, it's the same, but it's not the same. But his energy is there. So it could have been her, her placement into another place. Yeah. So, um but yeah, but she he, but she feels him all the time. She feels him all the time. Um, does she wear slippers? She does. She wears slippers commonly. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I'm, I'm the barefoot walker, but she slippers. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. You also had a, a, a maternal grandmother pass. Does she like to wear like big hats? I guess, I don't know, hats or, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she saw me like, that was the pride, that was her hats. Like, yeah. you know, she didn't go anywhere without these hats. All her pictures, um, all her pictures, yeah. Okay, I'm seeing, there's quite a few, did your dad have a brother? Or a yes. brother? Okay, he's, he's there with him like that. Yeah. brother. No, his his brother's here. Okay, who's here that was like a brother to him then? Very close, brotherly. I'm feeling like very close, very close to him. Um, there's someone like a friend of his, like maybe you called an uncle, would be brotherly kind of like love that I'm feeling. Um, He's such a great person that he had so many folks he was close to, but he does have a living brother. That's, okay. that I'm really close to. And I can feel, I can almost feel my dad's energy in him. So I know they were close. Okay, good. Um, you have siblings? Yeah, three brothers. 
Okay. He's doing the list. Did your father like do list? Okay. Yes. He's doing list with bullet points now. Yeah. Um, he's going to the, to the older one. And he's saying he's such a kind gentleman, but he still doesn't follow his path. I'll write that down. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Follow his path. So he's kind. Does that sound like your older brother? The old, the older one he's showing me? Did he not follow his path like he was supposed to in life? Okay, so he's I the think one. That's what we're yeah, that he hasn't. Okay. The next one would be, he's going the middle one. He's showing me that he was a bit lost and he needed a lot of like external family help to try and get back on track. Um, he, he took your dad's passing really hard. The middle one. Okay. So your dad was kind of like his, um, I, I want to say like, like his cord kind of like, he would feed yeah. off your dad. Does yeah. that make sense? Okay. Yeah. I'll write this because it's important to him. Okay. Um, he's showing me, <laughs> he's showing me the younger of them. He's, this is what he's showing me is that him going around and around and around and around and around in circles. So either that could be that he could be a man, but he still acts like a child, still playing games. Um, and where your father would, if he was here, would say, okay, young man, smarten up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um. Did one of them not, he showed me one of them did not follow through or follow, I guess their path maybe in life or they were derailed off their path. Yeah. They had like a, a path and then they just went astray from that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not pointing out which one, but I'm going to put it with the oldest one because I think that's where it is. That's how I feel it. Okay. And you're, 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 where, where do you fall in with the children? I am the third of the four, out of the four, I'm the third oldest. So the, the younger brother is the only one younger than me. Was it hard for you? He's showing me that it was hard for you to separate from your family. Yes. Okay, and what is your regrets that you're having? Because he's showing me that you have some regrets. I don't know about what, but he's showing that you're having some or some really insightful, thoughtful things that you're trying to come to terms with. Um, I, I often wonder whether or not I could have um, done more to spend more time with him before he passed because 
the two weeks before he passed, I didn't get a chance to be in contact with him as, as closely as I was prior. So I do still carry that because, you know, that feeling of just wanting more and wishing that there was just a little bit more time you had with the person. So I do go back and forth with that often. It's like that song. He's telling me that song just gave me five more minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you were not there when he passed. No. So he said, did we not have a full life together? Cause he's showing you and me, you and him like this. Tight, tight. Yeah. Daddy's girl. Okay, what he's doing is like swirling about me right now. And when, and when they do that, that's saying that there wasn't like, you know how wind can just cover you and gets every part of you? He showed me there was not anything that was ever left out between the both of you. Whether you're there or weren't there, he's still here. So speak to him, use your voice and talk to him because he hears you. And he says, do not feel guilty. Do not feel guilty. He said, because when the end comes for everybody, everything, everything was done that should have been done before that moment. So if you're there or not there, it wouldn't have made a difference because everything was already done. Another area with him that I struggle for, and I'm sure he's probably <laughs> he picks this up because I talk to him verbally. Um, I've just experienced quite a bit of growth in my career professionally, and he's been the advocate to push me along. You know, I'm close to my mom, but the relationship that I have with him is different. You know, so I've found myself in a place where I could barely celebrate my own achievements because I miss the encouragement of him being over my shoulder kind of telling me hey you got this or you're gonna get this done and so it's where I'm at now in this stage of the growth um, from a career perspective although I went to school and done the things to get here I do I feel him I, I feel the void of not having him here the strong stronger than I ever have okay he's saying it's 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 he's saying that you need to stop being so critical and judgmental of yourself um, he says that you always were a little girl, woman that knew what you wanted in life and the validation, he says that is always there for you from him. You just need to look within yourself because it's there. It's that light that's inside of you. He says, but you need to make that light grow bigger instead of trying to keep it like you need external validation yeah he says because he showed well how he's showing me this light inside of you right it radiates from like your solar plexus up into your heart chakra which would be your stomach up to your heart he says you when you feeling that way you need to go there right he said and say a prayer and and talk talk to your light and tell you tell your light you know this is what i'm feeling you know i just need to brighten that light not extinguish it he says because of externally you have other people always dim your light yeah. don't do that okay okay he says he's always there look within that light he's always there Um, 
Are you are you going to get more education? I do. I want to. I just don't know where to start now. <laughs> kind of went far with it, and I'm wondering what the next steps need to be. Yeah, because he's telling me that you have more education coming. Um, and it not it may not be in the formal sense education. So I don't know, Danny. I don't know if you've been thinking of another way, maybe not so formally yeah. educated, but okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Self-development or self-development self type. Okay, did, did you, he's showing me a dance or dancing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know if this, what this, it's like, that's the moment he has. So yeah. either he was holding you. Music, everything music, yeah. Dance with me, sing to me, I sang. He would help, he would coach me, yeah. Music was my first love and I found that through my dad, so yeah. Okay, so he's saying like that is like so significant. He says to me to tell you, do you remember that feeling that you felt when you were dancing with him? Yeah. That's what he wants you to carry with you and stop self-doubting yourself. Stop having the external take away the beauty and the light that's within you. And he says, ah, Papa, your mother, like, Papa, you know, like if she's not giving you. No. He says, because it's within you and every ray of light that shines brighter within you, he says, extends out to your family. Okay. He says, so, so whatever that moment was that you were dancing with him, it must have been something that clicked with him. That's that, it's like you grasp that moment and keep that joy inside of you because that's where he wants you to stay. And he says, no, no, no guilt. There is no guilt here because he experienced everything he wanted to experience with you. He has no regrets. He tells me absolutely no regrets about anything. Except whoever did something in the house. So I don't know what was moved or what happened. It's funny because my brother has changed quite a bit in the house. <laughs> He's not happy about that. Because he showed me, like, he closed his eyes and, like, I could walk around the house, but hey, wait a minute, like, something's not right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but um, was your father, like, I don't want to say he was like religious, but he was spiritual. Yes. Same like, like Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's showing me that where him and your mom were kind of like the same, where she was more religious, he was more spiritual. Yeah. yeah and definitely. um and that's where he connects with you on that path. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm but he sees your life progressing. He does not want to see you dim your light at all, ever for anybody. Okay. He's like, yeah, I have to put work into that because I, I do. And it's like you said, it's almost like all of the external energies just suck. So there's nothing to really pour back into me. So unless I carve out some specific time to do that for myself, there it's almost like you, you're constantly all day, just the a drain is in you and it's being sucked out. So I have a right. hard time finding ways to refill my cup yeah exactly self-care is so important because when that cup is depleted you don't have anything to pull from anymore so do you meditate 
Sometimes, not not as often as I should. I okay, meditate. I don't mean that you have to sit there. If you could just still yourself for five to ten minutes a day, a couple of times during the day, like you know, if you're sitting in the office, just breathe, breathe into yourself, breathe into your heart, breathe into whatever you're feeling in there and go to whatever that emotion is and give it love. Okay. And that will help you reconnect back. Cause what it is, is that I see that you are kind of like, like not two people, but I see that you do that because that's the only way that you know how to manage everything is that you try and split yourself in two people you can't do that you have to integrate those two pieces to those two beings together because they're both you so it's okay to say no uh it's okay mommy needs time mommy wants to take a bath um to your husband uh you can wash the dishes tonight um i need to go for a walk no i need to go alone um Mommy will help you do your homework when she comes back. That's self-love because when you integrate that in yourself, you're also teaching your family how to love and how to take care of themselves and not to lose their voice. Um, because it's important because we only think that girls it's important too, but it's also important for men to understand that their voice matters and that they don't have to be passive aggressive, which you are, you need to be more assertive and assertive is not being bad. Assertive is saying that I have boundaries and I need to care for myself also. Okay. That's how I'm reading your energy now. Um, Do you have any more questions, Latricia? He's excited. <laughs> do you, how do you feel happy when dad came through? I was so happy. <laughs> how, you're, you feel all right? I kind of, I, I knew exactly when we were talking, um, Diane, when you were mentioning the heaviness in the heart, it's just the visual of feelings and um, permissions that I found myself seeking as opposed to filling my own cup up and, and learning how to be that to myself and honoring thyself with setting boundaries. Because it's like on the personal side, all of that's coming together and on the professional side. So I'm now in a position on both, in both places in my life at the exact same time where I have to set these clear boundaries and integrate myself into the person that I'm designed to become. So right. just, I, because really, it's not the external that's going to make the difference. It's the internal. I yeah. love it. This is like the perfect time for you to get this reading. Yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk oh, to you later, Latricia. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hun. <laughs> That was awesome. Thank you so much. She she oh, lost her father right after mine. Oh, well, that's probably why Both he came Williams. through. The, yeah, that's why was, he came through. I was praying for him to come through. And what do you feel when you're reading people? Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's different for every person that, um, that I read, but it, I do have definitive, like, boundaries for them like the maternal would be to my right side the paternal would be to my left side friends families you know etc they're usually in the middle and that's how i can distinguish the energy for me it's easier for me to know the placement of the people um it, it comes through as um either i'll get like an eight millimeter film um about the person's life or whatever is important for me to 
express to, you know, to the person that I'm reading. Mm -hmm. uh, I can, I can see, feel, and sense um, energy around me immediately when I start. Uh, it's so hard to explain what I feel. Um, it's according to the importance of what's going on in the person's life. So if, if I'm reading someone and they have like all these things going on, the person that can help make a difference in their life will come forward because right. people don't always get what they want. They get what they need. And, you know, when you're dealing with stuff, it, you know, whomever it is that can make um, an impact on your life is that the person that's the one that comes forward and will speak. And then the other ones, you know, kind of like say hi or whatever. But, but does um, it come to you like in Morse code? They're not saying full sentences. They're just doing like, you got to put everything together. Is that correct? Yes. It's, it's very much like I have to assimilate like a puzzle. Uh, but they'll give me, I'll feel immediately when it's love or, you know, if it's an illness, like parts of my body will, you know, like with her, I felt her heart immediately. Um, I will have, I get um, the clears, I get all the clears mostly. The only one, the taste I don't get that often is only if it's murder, then I'll get the taste of blood in my mouth. Wow. But I don't have, I don't really have the, the taste the taste, but I do have the clairsentient, clairaudient, and clairvoyance, and that all-knowing. I just know that it's just there. It's like I'm not educated on this. It's just a knowing inside of me. It just just comes out. It's just like just say that because that's what you're supposed to say. You know? How long have you known <laughs> that you've had this for? Um, I I've had this since I was about. I remember I was four, and I remember always talking to. I used to have a girl spirit. Uh, where she was my guide. She's still with me today. Her name is Catherine. Oh, wow. And I, I wasn't sure what it was, obviously, at that age to me. It was just like, you know, oh, here's her, you know, friend. And, uh, you know, my story learning how I was meant to have these gifts was that my parents told me kindly not to speak about this because I was going to attend school the following year. And people would think I was crazy. And, uh, you know, you just don't talk about stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember I be, as they were shutting me down, that I became, at the age of four and a half, clinically depressed. Oh, my because, God. Yeah. And going to the hospital, and I remember, you know, it wasn't a memory that I had, but it was a memory that they showed me later on when I was old enough to understand that um, they gave me electric shock treatment <laughs> because they thought I was clinically depressed. Yeah. And yeah, and then I remember that after that, that I was laying in the bed and there was this little girl in the bed beside me in the hospital ward. And she would cry, cry, cry all the time. My mom would bring me these big lollipops. So I would always go and put the lollipop on the little bed stand. And the nurses would say, Diane, what are you doing out of bed? Get back in the bed. I'm like, but Catherine's crying. I feel so bad. And they're like, no, there's nobody in that bed, Diane. And she's been my spirit guide ever since. I think she's my earthbound. Yeah, one. yeah. And uh, she's always with me, always with me. And, but that I knew from that day, they couldn't close me. Right. It's so, it's so funny how it's more um, acceptable now, you know, in yes. the time that we live in. Uh, way back when, when you would talk about this, they put you right into a, med a mental institution, like what you just said. And, um, you know, as you know, um, you and I know each other. And uh, I've had um, the, the, the gift or what my ability has came out ever since my mother passed away. So, um, you know, it's very hard to 
talk to people about this because they just don't understand. And I, I look like a crazy person half of the time, you know what I mean? <laughs> so um, it's nice to have people like you and, and my other uh, friends uh, in my life. So I want to thank you so much because you do make a difference in my life. What, what do you want people to know? And what, what can you, to the skeptics, what, what can you just tell them? Um, I, I don't believe that people are skeptic. I think yeah. that the, the people are afraid of the unknown. Yeah. Um, because they don't feel, you know, if someone can't tap into something and understand it logically, it, they become skeptical about it because, well, how come if you can do it, I can't do it. Right. And, and I, and I've got that a lot, but I, I always say to them, you know, if you go within yourself and you, and you have these feelings, those feelings aren't from your logical mind. Those feelings are from your spirit. Those, those are the feelings that you listen to that guide you in your life. Yeah. Um, you know, when don't take that turn or don't go down that street or, you know, don't get out of the car. And then just right after that, something happens or, you know, you didn't get on that plane or you didn't make that right turn down that street and there was an accident, you know, that's your guidance system. It's spirituality in a person is your guidance system. And it just depends on how awake you are, you know, to, to hear the messages that, that you're given, you know, and, and some people are fully awake like I am. And I, I get downloads all the time, you know, and I deal within the angel realm because that's whom speaks to me besides, you know, my guides and your guides. Yeah. And, you know, when, when it happens and you see it and you feel it and I speak what I speak without knowing, I mean, there's people that I've spoken to. I've spoken to psychiatrists. I, I am not a psychiatrist. How would I know the things educational wise? You know, I don't have an, I don't have a PhD, but I know words. I know things that, that I, I don't know. And that's being guided, being channeled. That's your spirit guides. Yes. You know, wow. you know, and that's how I tell people, you know, your, that's your guidance system. Your spirit is your guidance system. And don't be so afraid of, of listening and feeling with that because that's who you are. That's your voice. I don't, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing, but skeptics, I love skeptics. I love skeptics. I really yeah. do. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I love this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, I'm so open to it. And um, I don't know if you ever saw, but when I, as I'm sitting here, I have these little, uh, not orbs, but like spirits that come in and they love, do they love the uh, video? They love to be on, that's the way they, they show. They love when you're talking about it and they're like, yay, you know, <laughs> because they, they want, they're so, they want to help. Diane, you're also a healer as well. Do you do your Reiki master? Yeah, I'm a Reiki master and teacher, and I'm also a Lahochi 13 octave um, angel healer. It's a, it's a different form of, of, of healing. It's a direct, um, it's strong, they say it's stronger than Reiki, and it's, it's immediate, um, where I use the divine's um, energy to help me where I don't have to use my, and it's combine it's a beautiful way of um of healing somebody but it is instantaneous mm. and um yeah it's more like i talk to um mother father um angels like i yeah. have a stronger lincoln 
to to that angel realm that I speak with. And with the Reiki master, you know, we use the energy, our energy combined with um, um, the client or the patient's energy. This is like superimposed energy in the Lahochi. How long have you been a healer for? Oh my God, my whole life. People just, you know, gravitate towards me. Um, people like to talk, so I can heal by talking. Yes. I can heal by holding. Animals love me. Love it. So it's just, you know, it's just an exchange of energy. You know, my energy can mingle with your energy and help you heal. That's so wonderful. Thank you so much. You're so calming and you just made our day. So thank you so much. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you. Diane, you've helped out with some investigations with your uh, ability. Tell us about that. Um, in Tennessee, there was a little boy that was not too long ago. It was two years ago that went missing. And I actually saw through the eyes of, I wasn't sure who it was first that I was seeing, but I was viewing this person walking. And when I was explaining it to uh, the police, um, I described the whole place because I was never in the state of Tennessee. And I described there was a road to my right and there was not a lot of traffic, but it was, you know, cars would go by this chain link fence. I hear this dog barking. I see a shed and I was actually seeing this person walking. And then the next thing that flipped to me was showing me a little boy who was eating, happy laughing. And then there was this, I saw like this figure of this man. And then the next one, it flipped to the picture was I was in the eyes of the little boy that they said, left out of the house on on his own yeah and i was looking through his eyes and he was under a bed or under something and i saw these shoes you know the shoes of this person and then next i remember seeing um this person he had like something wrong with his face i wasn't sure if it was a beard or i don't know what was wrong with it so anyway i gave all this information to them and i told them that I didn't feel the light force of this little boy anymore. I felt it, but then I didn't feel it anymore. Wow. And I said, I don't know where he is, but I know that he's under this metal thing. And I saw him down there and something put this metal thing on top of him. And he's out, you know, where there's, um, where there's like a tree line. I said, but there's a lot of stuff around him. So it's going to be really hard. And it's hard for me because I can't, I don't know how to remote in you know, to know like geography wise, okay, well, if you make a right, make a left, but I can right. tell you what I'm seeing overall. And um, anyway, so then um, I was told, you know, by describing this person that the father had, um, the father, he was a stepfather, um, had, uh, had killed him. And um, they tried to say that the little boy like got lost, but it wasn't yeah. so because I, I just, I felt the life force leave him. And uh, wow. I felt that he was um, poisoned, which wasn't part of, uh, I think, I don't think was let out in the news, but he, he, when I saw him eating is he was actually being poisoned. Oh my he was God. eating. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was hard. I could still like feel him uh, today. And I think that was probably the worst case that I've ever dealt with. And anyway, I got, um, uh, a month ago because they still didn't locate his body. He refused to tell them where the body was. Right. And then I got um, an email um, and a phone call like a month ago. And they told me that they believed they located where he was. Wow. So, yeah. It's horrible to, you know, to deal with that. I'm sure people that do do that know that it's, you don't want to see that, yeah. you know, but you do want to see justice. Correct. You know, for things like that. Thank you. But they work hard, uh, the police and mm. the investigators on, on, 
you know, and, and utilizing us, you know, is it's a blessing because we can at least give them insight, you know, for what we see or what we feel where they're scientifically, Correct. we can follow the spirit, right? You know, we could feel the energy and, you know, and, and, and I find that gratifying to know that they don't dismiss the vibration of the world. That's, that's what their job is. That's what they want to do. I love it so much. Diane mm -hmm. Sasano, where can people find you? Um, I am on Facebook. I have a private group with um, psychic, re psychic medium readings with Diane. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also have Diane Sasano. You know, that's Facebook. That's a public page. Um, I am now building a website because I have so many people that are coming to me that it's just literally impossible for me to deal with. So that will have everything there. Um, or they can reach me um, on my, uh, at my home, on my phone number. That's, a, you know, my business phone, 845-337-7786. Um, and they can set appointments and, you know, you however, phone, I Skype, Skype. Okay, so you do it all. Okay. Yeah. In thank person, you. Skype, Facebook, <laughs> whatever. Thank you so much. Can you do a quick little reading for me? I can. Thank you. Okay. Um, first thing that came to me was your doggy. What's uh, up with the doggy? He's good. He's a little depressed today because I haven't taken him for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> is he okay? <laughs> yes, yes. But he came to me. So uh, is he around you? Yeah, he's right here. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was talking about the flowers or the plants again. <laughs> He's always bringing up flowers, this woman. <laughs> what is wrong with her? Does she, does she, <laughs> she's like showing me like this dead bush and she's going like, what is the problem here? What is, I don't have anything dead in my house. I don't know. Is there something outside that she liked? There's flowers or something that she looked at? Oh, you know what? The hydrangeas got all yucked up that I like to pick. <laughs> is that it? They're, they're, I have no she hydrangeas. She like this bush. She's like, what is up with this? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I like Did to they, pick hydrangeas. Sorry. Mm. Um, is there a birthday anniversary? Yes. Still something celebratory is coming. Birthday is coming up. <clears throat> he does hear you. Your mom does hear you when you speak. But when you get the answers from them, you still do what you want to do. That's the Taurus in me. <laughs> That's the Taurus in me. I mean, you know. um, blue. You're showing me something blue. What's blue? Blue, uh, blue. blue. I, my favorite color, his favorite color. Okay. Um, what door in a house isn't working properly? Are you kidding me? <laughs> the front door. I got trapped in my house yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> Why is it broken? He's showing me that you need to get that fixed. He said for safety. Oh my God. That's <laughs> insane. It just happened yesterday. I got trapped in my house. <laughs> He's like, so was he like a tinker kind of like person that could fix things? My dad? Not really. I was the one who fixed everything. <laughs> He's saying for safety, you need to fix the door. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. That's Thank you. Are you doing something big like with this? Like going to like, uh, 
he showed what he's showing me is like, um, I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but you're going to speak to or, or be involved in something like big, big, like he's showing me like, you know, like an actor, you know, how they get like the statues. Yeah. Whatever those things. Yeah. He, that's what he's showing me with you. Oh, okay. So an award, maybe a award show, or you're going to get an award. I don't know. Sweet. <laughs> I'll take um, it. And Sasano, where can people find you? Um, I am on Facebook. I have a private group with um, Psychic, Re Psychic Medium Readings with Diane. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also have Diane Sasano. You know, that's Facebook. That's a public page. Um, I am now building a website because I have so many people that are coming to me that it's just literally impossible for me to deal with. So that will have everything there. Um, or they can reach me. Um, that's, a, you know, my business phone, 845-337-7786. Um, Thank you to Bruno's Restaurant located at 158-22 Cross Bay Boulevard, Queens, New York, for sponsoring the show. Bruno's is family operated with the finest of Italian cuisine, daily specials, and brick oven pizza. They are currently serving outside dining.